Let's look at Luke chapter 21, verse 19. Look at that verse right there. In your patience, you will possess your souls. Amen? In other words, you will have greater control over your mind, your will, and your emotions the more that you employ this virtuous, this force of patience. Amen? Over there in, in, in James, uh, the first chapter, and let's look at uh, verse 2 through 4, James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. This is going to help us, amen? James, the second chapter, and uh, we'll look at that in just a moment. I'm glad that God is patient with me. Aren't you? I'm glad he's patient with all patient with all of us. If he wasn't, we'd all been crispy critters by now. <laughs> so I, I want us to look at James chapter one verse two. Excuse me, I, th- I probably said two one, but let's look at James chapter one and verse two. Praise the Lord. We won't blame that on the Holy Ghost. James the first chapter, uh, verse one. Uh, And then let's look at verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into different temptations. Verse 3. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith, what does it work? It works patience or it works endurance. Amen. And then notice with me in verse 4, it says, but let let patience have what kind of work? So patience then has a work to do. And the work that patience, patience does in our lives is it perfects us. In other words, it, it enables us to grow. Amen? Amen? To grow and being patient with ourselves, being patient with others. But let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire doing what? Wanting nothing. Wanting nothing. Amen. Glory to God. And so... We're going to take a look a little bit more tonight. And that, that's just kind of a side journey, little thought, how that the presence of the Lord will enable you to be more patient. Amen? Man, sometimes I get in the car and, oh, my Lord, I'll drive, you know, down Union City Boulevard and then down Hesperian Boulevard and every light sometimes turns red as I get there. You know, and... And oh, and, and then I, I look at the person in front of me and I think, why didn't you go faster? You know, having conversations with people that I've never met before, having conversations with people that can't hear me and really don't care. <laughs> so all of those things that I'm going through are not beneficial for me. It's not affecting them whatsoever. But sometimes every light, every light, Every light, every light. What, it is, what is my responsibility there? I can practice the presence or I can allow myself to get frustrated to the degree who said, this must be some sort of communistic plan right now. I know the Russians are behind this. They have colluded to see to it that every light turns red. 
Huh? So we're, we're all going to get opportunities to practice the presence and choose the presence or we can become very frustrated. But have you discovered the more prayed up you are before you go out the door, the better your day will be? Have you discovered that if you'll just plan ahead of time and have several access points into the presence of God? You know, sometimes when he says, let him come unto me and drink, or when he says, let him come unto me, sometimes it's just opening the Word, right? Or having the audio Bible online or something you can listen to. Another time, an access point into the very presence of God may be something like some of the songs we were singing tonight. Beautiful. Beautiful. So make sure that you have plenty of things around you, that you surround yourself with things that are going to enrich your life spiritually so that you don't fall off the rails like we've all done. Amen. And then there's the glorious word, repent. Anybody ever needed to repent before? <laughs> look over to Acts chapter 3, verse 19. We'll look at it the Amplified Version. Praise the Lord. Say it with me, for the Lord is good. And His mercy endures forever. Amen. Amen. Acts 3, verse 19 and... Uh, we'll look at it from the Amplified Version. He says, so repent. And what does repent mean? Well, repent mean, doesn't mean getting down on yourself and getting in the mully grubs and just, oh man, I'm just an old nothing. No. Repent simply means to change your mind, change your purpose, turn around and return to God we could say, return to the presence of God. Amen? I'm glad that when we come in this place, His presence is here. Return to God, that your sins may be erased, blotted out, wiped clean, so that times of what? Times of refreshing, of recovering from the effects of heat. We all experience that. And reviving with fresh air. Hallelujah. May come from the presence of the Lord. It is possible for you to not become unglued in the presence of people that you are having difficulty with. It's possible for you to hold your tongue if you will pray in tongues. It's possible to keep this under control if you will submit it to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Talk a lot about gun control, and I don't know. We don't even want to go there, but there's a lot of talk about gun control. I think in this day and age, 
We need tongue control. Tongue control. Matter of fact, go over to James. Is this all right tonight? I've got reams and reams of notes, but I've, I, I, I believe this is what's on the menu. Amen? This is what's on the menu. James, the third chapter. Shoo! Thank you, Pastor Tom, for singing that new song tonight. It's a good song. Amen. I love it. Praise the Lord. So, James chapter 3. Hallelujah. I believe this. Then it's good to speak in tongues. For a multitude of reasons. James, the third chapter. And of course, this whole third chapter is about the tongue and what you do with it. Man, this Bible's really, I need help. Verse 3 of James chapter 3, and I'll just read these verses to you. Verse 3 says, Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths, that they may obey us and turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which they be so great, they are driven of fierce winds, yet are turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor or the captain listeth, or turns. Even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Did you know it's easy to get in trouble with our tongues? I'm not talking about speaking in tongues. I'm talking about an uncontrolled tongue. Even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold how great a matter A little fire kindles, and the tongue is a fire. It's a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defiles the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and is set on fire of hell. If your tongue can be used in a negative way, your tongue in alignment with the power of the Holy Spirit in you and submitted to the Word of God can be used to bring great blessing. Great blessing. Amen. Not only in your life, but in the lives of people around you. Amen. Verse 7. For every kind of beasts and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed... And has been tamed of mankind, but the tongue can no man tame. It's an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Amen. That's what the Word says. Am I reading the Word? Verse 9. Therefore we bless God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made in the likeness of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing, My brothers, these things ought not so to be. Doth a fountain send forth at the place, same place, sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either a vine figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Whoso is a wise man, say with me, I'm a wise person. And endued with knowledge among you, let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. 
I want you to pay particular attention to this one verse again. But the tongue, in verse 8, can no man tame. Now, if you looked at that and say, Oh, I've had it. That's why my tongue is so unruly. It can't be tamed. It cannot be tamed by man. But your tongue can come into submission under the greatest trainer in the universe, the helper, the counselor, the strengthener, the mighty Holy Ghost. So Lord, put a watch over the words of my mouth. Check me. When I begin to say things that are not necessary, those things that are not good for the spiritual progress and the edification of others around me, I pray, Lord God, that you'll check me by the Holy Spirit. Now, if you will pray that prayer on a regular basis, you'll become more aware of your words. And the Spirit of the Lord, right as you're about to give someone a piece of your mind or maybe right as you're about to say something that potentially you would regret you'll sense the spirit of the Lord on the inside of you saying don't say that don't say that it's just like a check in your spirit I guess another way would be to say it is this way don't go there There's a lot of places we have no business going there. Amen? And one of the main areas that we have no business going there in is in the area of being judgmental and critical and tearing down our brothers or sisters. If we cannot build up, we should Hush up. Amen? So, this gift of the Holy Spirit is so important that we understand that He is a lifelong helper. People say, well, I I got filled with the Holy Ghost ten years ago, but what about today? Well, I I went in the line and I got prayed for to receive the Holy Spirit and I I spoke in tongues, but have you communicated with Him lately? Has there been communion? Because the more communion we have with Him, the more this will be held in check. Amen. Amen? So, the benefits then of speaking in other tongues. Look at Jude chapter 20. Look at Jude 20. Amen. Glory to God. And the Spirit of the Lord will give you things to say to people. And you won't have to necessarily go to them and say, Okay, this is a word of knowledge. Pay attention to this. Thus saith the Lord. No, in His presence, you can get in such a flow of the Spirit that you don't have to say, Thus saith the Lord, this is a prophecy, this is a word of knowledge. You just tell Him what you have in your heart. And you'll see the supernatural power of God flow through your lips 
Amen? Amen. Jude 20. Let's look over there. Glory, glory, glory. Glory to God. Faith-filled words will dominate the laws of sin and death. Listen to this. Spirit-filled words. Spirit-filled words. Empowered by the Holy Spirit. Will go forth. And will change. And will heal. And will bless. And will even move mountains. For creative power will flow through you. The fuller you are of my spirit. And the fuller you are of my spirit. The more your words shall be saturated with love. And saturated with the goodness of God. Oh, you talk about speaking a word in season to someone? To a weary soul? Hallelujah. You could be at the grocery store and not even know that person. And because the Spirit of the Lord rests upon us, you can walk into that grocery store and just smile at a person and just melt them. Well, is he smiling at me? Is he trying to flirt with me? No. I smile because the glory of God is on the inside of me. And the goodness of God is flowing through us. Amen. Amen. This is really important. You see, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples. If you have love one to another. The more that we display the love of God and the more in subjection our tongue is to the power of the Holy Spirit, the more irresistible you will become to mankind around you. They'll be drawn to you. But not so much drawn to you, they'll be drawn to the Jesus in you. Come on, somebody. Drawn to... Don't you know that Jesus was the kindest of the kind? He was the loveliest of all. His words were gracious. He changed people's lives that came into His presence. Think about it. Amen. So we got Jude 20 up there. Jude 20 and verse 21. Thank you, Lord. Jude verse 20. I can quote it, but I I do kind of want to look at it. Let's look at verse 20 first, and then we'll go to verse 21. Jude 20 and then verse 21. Read it with me. But you, beloved, okay, let's try it one more time. But you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. Okay, let's stop right there and let's let's work with that verse a little bit. So he's talking to the beloved. So he's talking to believers, and he's talking to you, and he's talking to me. Are you talking to me? He's talking to us. But you beloved, and this just jumped out at me as I read this, building up yourselves. And the phrase that I got is this, built up people, build others up. 
bummed out people. You ever been a bummer? I got both hands up. You don't want to be known as, here comes old bummer. See what kind of mood he's in today. Is this pre-Pete's or pre-Starbucks? No, built up people. People that are built up, build up others around them. Amen? So it becomes very beneficial then for us to be men and women who build themselves up. On their most holy faith, by praying in the Holy Spirit or praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in other tongues, amen? And if you don't pray in tongues, don't get nervous about it, it's okay. You can praise God in English. You can sing in English. You can pray from a place in the Spirit because you're saturated with the presence of God. Now, I highly recommend everyone, and I mean everyone, to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Not a one not filled, not a one not participating in this value of speaking in other tongues. Amen. But you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. The Amplified says, you will rise like an edifice higher and higher and higher. Amen. And then notice with me now in verse 21. Let's look at this together. As a result of being built up, you're building others up. You're praying in the Holy Spirit. And then in verse 21 it says, Keep yourselves, where? Keep yourselves in the love of God. Is it important for us in this day, in this hour, to be kept in the love of God? It is the great commandment. It is not the great suggestion. He said, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another. But it's so easy for us not to keep that commandment. It's so easy for us to speak from up here rather than to speak from down here. Amen? But I'm saying to you tonight that the more you practice the presence of God and the more built up you are by praying in the Spirit and praising in the Spirit and being conscious of the Holy Spirit, it will be easier for you to keep yourself in the love of God. Amen? So in other words, when your mind starts going tilt and you want to say something... The Spirit of God will check you on the inside. Don't say that. Don't judge that person. Don't be critical of that person. Keep yourself in the love of God. Glory to God. Let's pray right now. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, as we prepare to have this service close in a few moments, We just make the determinations in our spirit to choose the life of God, to choose the presence of God. Lord, we submit our tongue to the Holy Ghost. If we could lay our tongues on the altar tonight, it'd probably be a good thing. 
I can remember Dad Hagen said, I think it was either John Osteen or Brother Hagen said this years and years ago. He said, some people's tongues are so long, they can be sitting in the living room and licking a spoon in the kitchen at the same time. That's not the kind of things that we as spirit-filled believers want to be known for. If we could submit our tongue on the altar tonight, we could do it. But let's do it by faith. Say it with me, Father God, I submit myself to you. My spirit, my soul, and my entire being. This includes my tongue. Put a watch, O God, over the words of my mouth. Holy Spirit, Check me. Help me to be a builder and edifier of my family and of the people around me. Lord, when I see things and I even know things that aren't right, help me to stay in the Spirit and to pray it through in the power of the Holy Ghost. Here's what happens oftentimes when you pray rather than yield to strife, things change. People change. Lives can change. So I said all that to say this tonight. It can only come by staying and living in the presence of God. Amen? Let's lift our hands and say, thank you, Lord, for your presence in this service tonight, for speaking to us by your Spirit. In my patience, I will possess my soul. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Let's pray just a few more moments. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for putting things together. Putting things back together. Glory to God. For reconciliation and restoration, Lord. Thank you for taking that which is broken and making it whole again. Thank you, Lord. We sang it tonight, you do impossible things. There is nothing with God that is impossible. And so we believe, Lord, for restoration. That which has been broken. That could be a broken soul. That could be a part of a person's physical being that has been broken down. It could be even emotionally or even mentally. People sometimes experience a breakdown. Lord, thank you for lifting and making whole again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know if there's anybody like that here tonight, but we need to pray for people that have been broken. Thank you, Lord, for the, for the brokenhearted to be mended. You said the Spirit of the Lord is upon us. The Spirit of the Lord is upon us. That means the presence of God is upon us to heal the broken. To pour in the oil, Lord. And to pour in the wine. 
and to be a blessing in this generation, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord, not to just see everything that is wrong and talk about everything that is wrong. Let's speak to what is wrong in the light of God's Word. Let's declare light be in the midst of darkness. In the name of Jesus. Everyone say, so be it, so be it, so be it. Hallelujah. Amen.